Our next guest is a legendary host. You see him, of course, on EWTN. You see him all the time on my buddy Laura Ingram show there on Fox. And he is also a best-selling author. He has written many big bestsellers. And he has now written a really beautiful story. It is part of a new series called The Turnabout Tales. And he is focusing on Thomas Edison, teaching young people about values, positive things. We're at a time now where people are talking about critical race theory and all this other stuff uh, entrenched into schools. And yet our next guest has talked about bringing just great stories of hope, beautiful, inspiring stories, and stories that make people, young and old, think about how they can create change in their own life. And the book is called The Unexpected Light of Thomas Alva Edison. And joining us now is the great Ray Arroyo. Ray, so great to have you here on the show. Oh, Rita, it's my pleasure to be with you. And and I I, I love the setup because it's so true. Look, we're we're watching our history. And, and, you know, so many of the things you and I have to cover every day is the result of losing sense, losing focus on who we are as an American people. And I think when you no longer remember the people who made America great, you don't know what a great America looks like. And I, and I think for our children, uh, these great American figures like Edison, who was once such a common part of education – is now really pushed to the margins or forgotten entirely. And I thought it's very difficult for young people to get their arms around a life. You know, and when they think of Edison, they think of the light bulb or, or they think of the phonograph. I mean, even what we're talking on now, the microphone, this is all Edison's you know, creation and innovation. But I wanted to focus this series on how setbacks, obstacles can often be the portal to what you're called to be. And that obstacles are not the end of the story, but the beginning. And in the case of Edison, in the case of all these turnabout tales, these great American lives that I focus on, you have someone who's confronted with a challenge and a decision is made and all of history changes. So what was the the biggest in his? What was because he a boy? What an icon. the, The biggest was and a lot of people don't know this. At eight years old, Thomas Edison is sent to school. The schoolmaster says he's addle brained and can't be taught. After only three months of instruction, he goes home crying. His mother takes him back and says, my son has more intelligence and more intuition than you'll ever have. I'm going to take him home and homeschool him myself. And that's what she does. Thomas Edison never receives any more formal study after that point. He is homeschooled. I don't know why he's not the patron saint of homeschooling, to tell you the truth. Really. Right, right. But she allows him, you know, and it's really, it's also a great message for parents and mentors and teachers. You have to accompany that child and best understand how they learn and how they're going to learn in a way that, that sinks deep within them. And in the case of Edison, the books alone didn't do it. So she introduced him to literature. She read to him. She gave him scientific manuals that fed his passion. But she also gave him chemistry sets and allowed him to string wire and create his own telegraphs. So he put into practice, and he often said, I learned with my head and with my hands. He put into practice the things he was reading. And the rest of his creative life, Rita, everything was set in that moment because he tinkered, he played, he he continued to, to push himself to find the solution and to push through, in his own words, 
other people's failures. You know, many people have have created light bulbs at this point. They just couldn't get them to glow for long periods. That was Edison's refinement, his contribution. But it took him about a thousand different filaments till he got the one that worked. And uh, I, I just I look at this life and I think it's a life of resilience. It's a kid who learned how to hustle at a young age. He was working on the trains at 12. He was a newsboy, but he, he was selling things people needed. And that combination of innovation and self-motivation with a sense of what people need in the moment really was the making of Thomas Edison. And everybody, we are talking uh, to the great host and best-selling author, Raymond Arroyo. You always see him all the time on Fox News. And, um, Ray, you know, it's also, you brought up a really beautiful angle to it. His mother also believed in him. How beautiful Absolutely. is that? It's also a story of mentors and finding real heroes in your own yeah. family. You bet. And I, and I love this because it captured, we, we all know he created the light bulb, but getting into that, we're not all going to create, you know, uh, in, inventions that light the world for 100 years. But so many of us, and in the case of Edison, he had ADHD, very likely. He was deaf at the age of 12. And I want kids to know, I want people to know, just because you have something the world considers a liability, that may be your superpower. And in the case of Edison, his mother recognized that. And she facilitated the way he learned and helped him find his passion. And look, Edison said the deafness drove me to reading, and it gave me the silence and isolation to ponder the problems when others would give up. And I love this line, Rita, and it makes me think of you, and and I know how what a hard worker you are and have been throughout your career. He said, our greatest weakness as Americans is we give up too soon. Try just one more time. And that was kind of Edison's philosophy, and it worked not only in his invention, but in the in the great bounty of light and creation that we're still awash in 100 years later. That's all Thomas Edison. Everything from the tattoo pen to the curling iron, to the light bulb, to the microphone, to the phonograph, all of that is Edison and his great creation. Wow, and thank you for the beautiful words too, Ray. Um, you know, Raymond, no, I want to ask you, uh, you know, it's interesting. I love looking at your Twitter feed because you also <laughs> went back and you were showing, what is it? What was it in West Orange, New Jersey? Yeah. Was it the first yes. movie studio? Tell us about that. And then you went to like an Edison house where he used to take Whoa. naps. If, if you're in a, if you live in New Jersey, you owe it to yourself to go to West Orange. It's the best, and and I, I've spoken to a number of rangers in the National Park Service. They will tell you it's the most preserved national park. The Edison Lab. He died in 31, 1931. The family gave it to the the federal government with everything inside. His hats and vests are in the corner. His cot that he slept on in his office is in the, in the, on one end. The desk where he did all his creation, where he refined the phonograph, all there. Um, but, you know, I, I like to take particularly kids, but all of us, to the place where it happened. So during my research, I recorded these little bits. And, yes, the first movie studio, the motion picture camera, by the way, was created by Edison. And the first movie studio was a, a, a turnable room. It was a room on like wheels of, of a house, but it, it moved in a circular pa- pattern and he could move it with the sunlight. They opened the roof and that's how they kept consistent light so they could film scenes. It was brilliant, simple, and the first movie studio is there in West Orange, New Jersey. By the way, Hollywood was created, Rita, because there were people trying to go as far as they could 
from Edison's patent attorneys because they didn't want to pay him a royalty or a cut. Oh, that's, that's interesting. So it was created as a result to just get away, get as far on the other side you of the bet. country. Yep, because he had great patent attorneys. But what a genius. I mean, if the things we've spent our careers using, the microphone, the lights, the, 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 the camera to, to capture image, the kinescope, all of that was Thomas Edison's creations more than 100 years ago. It, it, is, it takes your breath away, and it would never have happened had it not been for a mother who cared enough and, and gave herself and devoted herself to him. And that's what made me write this particular book, Rita. There's a line Edison said late in life, my mother was the making of me. She let me follow my bent, and if not for her faith at a particular moment in my life, I would never become an inventor. And I thought, who is this mother? i got to tell this story. How beautiful. And that's what the book is. You know what? I, I realized uh, that uh, I thought, like, you and I were doing okay, Raymond Arroyo, and now I realize, after all this, boy, are we underachievers compared to him. The light, all of this stuff, so many of his inventions he, he made in his 20s and 30s. So you do feel like, wow, I, I missed the boat here. But he was a hustler. He understood people, and he pushed himself. And I worry today, Rita, we and our children don't spend enough time out tinkering, touching and, and, and learning and, and building things with our hands. We need to do that and somehow make that part of education again. And Edison believed that. And I think he's right. I do, too. One thousand percent. Everybody, what an amazing book. It's the beginning of the Turnabout Tales. Um, so there will be more. And you got to come back when the next one comes out. Oh, it's uh, a great one. Well, yo, yeah, who is it? Can you tell us real quick? Well, I can. I wasn't going to be able to, but they just announced it. It is about the neglected last son of Abraham Lincoln, Tad Lincoln, who everyone forgets, but... He comes at a particular moment. He is the anchor for his father during the Civil War. He teaches his father an important lesson, and he gave us a very important national tradition around the holidays. I won't tell you what it is, but it's really cool. And it, uh, and, and it, it, uh, I, I, it blew my mind, and so few people know about it. So I hope to bring the Lincolns and Tad Lincoln back into national consciousness. And again, the power of a child in a parent's life, how mischief in being a joyful child is so needed in a family. Yep. That's kind of what that turnabout tale is about. One thousand, and I love history, and I love that you're bringing these like real life heroes uh, to young people you and old for all of us to learn from. Raymond Arroyo, we love you, everybody. The book is called "The Unexpected Light of Thank Thomas you, Alva Edison." Uh, I, I love it. I'm looking at the book. I realize I'm, I'm a little older than the average person supposed to be reading it, but I just, the pictures and the stories are beautiful. It is a I magnificent book. Reading it and I consider these family reads, Rita. It's the family reading to each other, the generations. What they share is just as important as what's between the covers. Absolutely. And, and you're right. That, that personal touch that I feel like we have just lost, unfortunately, with kids and to bring them back to what matters. And real stories. And I love the mother-son uh, angle here. It's just gorgeous, my friend. Congrats, Thank everybody. You, you can get Thank it on you, Amazon, everywhere else. Uh, check it out. Uh, the Unexpected Light of Thomas Alva Edison by my dear friend, one of the greatest guys out there, Raymond Arroyo. Thanks, Raymond. Love you, Rita. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love you, too. And what a beautiful way uh, to talk on a Friday night. It's been a crazy week. It's nice to do something positive. Ray, thank you very much.